keep on the sunny side of life It will help us every day It will brighten all our way If we keep on the sunny side of life This is Jill Varvel with The Sound of Squim podcasting purple places and pleasant people here on Washington State's Olympic Peninsula. Today, we will be interviewing Amanda Lynn Bacon, who is the lead singer for Black Diamond Junction. Black Diamond Junction is a local area band voted um, the best live band by our local newspaper, the Peninsula News Daily, for 2016, 2017, and 2018. So Amanda is a local singer-songwriter who has achieved her dream of becoming an accomplished singer. She has remained in the area despite the fact that arguably she could travel elsewhere outside of the area and be very successful, but she's found contentment with remaining local. And I find that fascinating that the Olympic Peninsula is full of talented, driven, successful performers who could easily succeed and find fame and fortune outside of the area, but instead they stay local and find personal fulfillment in the strong family community and beautiful scenery um, provided by our local area, not to mention the local venues. For example, I regularly contemplate uh, trekking out to Seattle a um, couple hours away where I can go see any number of performers uh, at much larger venues. But then I ask myself, why would I do that when I can stay close to home and go to the Seven Cedars Casino, for example, which Amanda alludes to, um, and hear great music, or Windrose Cellars, or the Harbinger Winery, Uh, There are so many places where one can go and uh, hear great music. And so we're going to hear a little bit from Amanda today, and she'll tell us her story. You say you're banking up those dollars on a from originally? Well, I am actually born and raised in Squim. So my mother's side of the family is Pioneer family. Uh, Schmuck Road is actually my family. That's my mommy's mommy's family. So we have very, very deep roots um, in Squim. Um, My mother was part of the irrigation festival. I've had a great aunt several aunts and great-grandmothers who were also royalty of the irrigation festival. Mama was a princess, and um, I was part of it, and it's, we have a very long lineage here in the Squim area, and so this is 100% home. How about that? So have you ever moved away from the area and, and lived outside the area? When I was little, my mom and dad and I moved up to Alaska. My dad's mom and dad moved up there, and so we kind of followed him up because dad had a great job opportunity. And so um, I actually flew up to Alaska on the plane by myself when I was four. 
The age limit was five, so my parents taught me how to fib a little when I was four. And they said, if anyone asks, you're five. I'm like, okay. So, uh, you know, contrary to now, when I'm pretending to be younger, I had to pretend to be older then. Um, and so um, the flight attendants, I mean, of course, this was back in the early 80s, much different travel than now. And the flight attendants uh, let me hand out blankets and pillows and I sang for the people on the plane and, you know, I was just kind of, in general, a miniature version of who I am now. So you were singing even back then, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. It's, uh, my parents put a microphone in my hand when I was two and a half. I sang my first solo in front of church, um, and I have the audio recording of it, and it's hilarious. And uh, I have not wanted to put the microphone down since. I love it. It's my passion. Well, it shows. You're awfully good at it. Well, thank you. <laughs> so um, you you came back to mm-hmm. the area. So what do you like best about living here on the Olympic Peninsula? I really like the people here. Um, I love that growing up here, I can walk into a grocery store and know a lot of people. It's interesting One of my best friends and I, who also grew up here, we have the exact same feelings that our favorite things about Squim are the things that also drive us the most crazy. Whereas you can go into the grocery store and you know everybody and that's awesome. You can't go into a grocery store and not know someone and maybe just run in for one thing. Um, But it's, it's wonderful. I love the, the scenery is unbelievable. I travel a lot and get to meet people these incredible people and see these fantastic places and see the beauty all over the country. But every time I fly home, I look out the window and I think, why would anyone live anywhere else other than here? It's just exquisite. So you're, you've been singing for, uh, several years, it sounds like. Uh huh. And how long has, uh, Black Diamond Junction been in been in existence. Black Diamond Junction has been around for about four and a half years, and um, it started with Todd Ortloff and Rich Erickson. They contacted me. They both worked at KOMP, and they contacted me and said, "Hey, we're thinking about starting a band. Would you be interested in singing with us?" Sure. I wasn't, you know, doing any project at that point in time, and. So we got together, and the early Black Diamond Junction days was us kind of jamming at Rich's house and then eating a lot of food and having, like, you know, fun time. Um, And then, you know, we got our original drummer, Ron Casey, um, and uh, then we got Rudy Maxian, and uh, we started playing and jamming together, and we all really liked each other and had a really good chemistry. Um, now, our drummer had to move away, so he we got Harry Badasha, and um, he's just amazing. And then Rich uh, was going to kind of retire from some stuff and travel with his wife, so we got Bob Allen. And that's who's in the group now. That's that's the Black Diamond Junction proper now. And my goodness, what a a powerhouse of musicians that I get to work with. I band practice is never a chore. It's always so much fun. Um, being the only girl in the group, they like to torment me and tease me. 
And I love it mm-hmm. because <laughs> they pick on me in a very kind and wonderful way. And if anyone else picks on me in a non-kind way, they will beat them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very lucky. And how do you describe your the music that you perform, uh, Black Diamond Junction? How, how is it? I mean, I know what it is, but how do you you describe it? I always joke that the uh, working name of the band is actually the iPod Shuffle, um, because we play such a diverse um, grouping of songs. I mean, the other night it went like Air Supply, and then Tina Turner, and then Whitney Houston, Billy Idol... Credence. I mean, it's just all over the place. And so, um, and I think that's what our fans, who we affectionately call Diamond Heads, um, I think that's what our fans like the most is that they never really know uh, what they're going to get next. We play musical whiplash at night and it's, you know, we do an 80s song and then back to the 50s and, you know, then fast forward to the 2000s and um, it's, it keeps it fresh. It keeps it fun. Um, and of course, we always put a our own little twist on on songs. Your particular version of "Creep," I have to interject, <laughs> is just off the charts. That's so special. Well, thank you. Yeah, that was just oh my gosh! I was I've never heard anything quite like that. <laughs> well, thank you. The first time I heard that song, I was absolutely captivated by it, and um, I took it to the band. I said, "Do you think this is something that we could do?" And um, the Radiohead version is pretty grunge, which was a little more grunge than what we are, but I also had heard kind of a, um, you know, ballady version, and so what we did is we tried to marry the two. We took the grunge part that we liked with the heavy guitar that Bob is so good at playing, um, but also backed it off a little bit. It's just, I really am happy with how the arrangement turned out, and um, who knew that people were going to like it the way they do. Yeah, it's fabulous. So do you have a uh, favorite venue to perform here in the area? Uh, It really depends on on the time of year and what we're doing. I love performing at the casino because Scotty, the sound man, takes incredible care of us. And it's one of those stages where there's the lights, the professional lighting, the professional sound system. It's a big stage. There's a big dance floor in front of us. And... We usually have a full house. And so to get to put that much energy into a song and on stage and see it come to life in the people that are dancing is extremely rewarding. Um, The other thing that I dreamed about as a little girl, I mean, dreamed about as a little girl, was performing at the Squim High School Auditorium. Um, my mom was in productions there in high school, my uncles. Um, and so when I was in high school, I loved being in plays and I thought, wouldn't it be amazing if I got to do a show here one day? And now with the Patsy Klein show that I do, I've performed it at that, um, theater a couple of times and to walk onto that stage that holds so much history and so much magic from past performers who have walked on that stage and to get to put my heart out there to the Squim community, the Port Angeles community, people who come to see it in that theater, it's unlike anything. 
um, that it's unlike anywhere else to perform. And that that usually um, sells out, as I yeah. It. I've been so blessed that people. I mean, it's Patsy Cline music. How could they not love Patsy Cline? <laughs> <laughs> So do you have a favorite place? Like, I mean, I know you do a lot of performing. Uh, do you do a, um, do you have a place where you like to maybe go recharge? Um, you know, it really, if I got my way, <laughs> I would go to Rum Point in the Cayman Islands um, on a yearly basis. Fiscally, that's not really a thing (laughs) but um I'm very blessed I just recently um got to move out of the squim city limits and now have trees around me and deer and chipmunks and and raccoons and squirrels and I feel like snow white except for the creepy seven guys I don't live with um and that has really been a great place for me to really get some downtime because when you know the TV's off and all that kind of stuff, it's so quiet up there, and um, it's it's really nice. Um, but the other place I like to go is to my massage therapist. Oh, there you <laughs> go. I have my monthly date with him, oh, and very nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you had to, because I, I recognize you performed a lot of places around here, um, you know, including Port Townsend and such around this peripheral vicinity. Where do you? Um, like if you wanted to make some recommendations as to where is is in addition to the casino mm-hmm. a, a good place to maybe hear music um, there are this is the incredible thing about the squim area is that it's a small area but it is packed with extraordinary talent and um, like the Windrose Cellar, they have incredible live music it's totally different than what I do and I the people that they have there I respect immensely because like Sarah Shea mm-hmm. performs there a lot and her voice that girl can sing a jazz song unlike anyone else that I've ever heard in my entire life um Harbinger Winery in Port Angeles mm-hmm. um they have live music throughout the summer and Bread and Gravy uh Stephanie Donjus is the lead on that and my goodness that girl has got soul <laughs> um and uh, I could just sit and listen to to them for hours but there are there's just so many great places. I think the wineries are so fun to go to because even though some of them are newer, they still have that older feel to it. They have that really like when you get there, everything slows down. Even if you don't drink wine, it's a place to go to relax and hear great music and just be. Um, and so any of the wineries around here are great. Um, my favorite place to play during lavender festival is purple haze we play there every year and the reichners have done a heck of a job making that feel so peaceful and inviting and intimate um you can still have a big crowd but it's still really intimate it's a great place oh great that's the one place i have i've been all over the uh, Lavender Weekend, but I haven't been there yet, so oh. I have to make sure to go listen to you. Yes, we'll be there again this there year. So um, I see you have a CD of mm-hmm. original music, and is there anything you can tell me about that CD? I haven't heard it. I can't wait. <laughs> but um, like how it might differ from the music that you regularly play with Black Diamond Junction? 
Yeah, the CD is um, country. It is. It's a solely a country album, um, and we do country with Black Diamond Junction. Um, the interesting thing about this album is that I recorded it. I can't believe how many years ago, um, but I was 21 and 22 when we were in the studio. And so now that I'm not 21 and 23, yeah, now that I'm 23, (laughs) mm -hmm, um, my voice has changed so much. And it's interesting to listen to because to me, I sound like a kiddo in it. And I mean, I, I don't sound like a child, but it's, it's so different from, um, you know, I always joke. I was very young and naive when I recorded that, and then life happened, and so now I have this sound in my voice, <laughs> because I've actually lived and That's seen funny. things, um, and so um, it's, it's a, I really am proud of it, I love how it turned out, um, I wrote one of the songs on there for my daddy, um, I was in Nashville hanging out, um, I got to go there for 12 days to see what it was like, to see the music, to do all that kind of stuff, and, and um it happened to be over Father's Day, and so I wrote a song for my dad while I was there. And, and when I got back, um, the man who produced it, Al Harris, uh, wrote the music for me, and uh, we put it together. And it's one of those songs that I don't think I have ever been able to perform it live. It's just got a lot of meaning in it. So. Oh, I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what would you say is the most challenging thing about performing? Oh, man. Um, You know, you really have to put yourself out there. And um, when when you're singing a song, there's times when I'm performing that I will, like for Creep, the song Creep. I stand in one spot the entire time, but by the time I'm done singing, I am drenched because you have to, if you're going to get a song across, you have to put your heart into it. You have to put your soul into it. And it is extremely scary to put your heart and soul out for the general public to judge. And when, you know, I'm one of those people that have battled low self-esteem my entire life. I was bullied in high school. People were kind of mean to me. Um, you know, I have evidently the kind of face where people think they can come up and just randomly tell me hurtful things because they think it would be helpful for me to know these things. Um, and so, um, and as, as a younger person, it always made me cry and I thought, oh, why do I do this? And as an older person, I'm like, hmm, okay, thanks. Um, most of the time. But uh, it's it's very difficult to put yourself out there. And when you get done with a song that you've really put your heart into and people are looking at you either like, wow, that was awesome, I could feel that, or who is this person? It's It feels like a direct hit on who you are as a person. And so um, it's really hard to, to balance that sometimes. Um, but luckily, I would I mean, 98% of the people that I get to see and interact with are phenomenal and wonderful and lovely. Um, and so it was hard to get to this point, though, because there's there's a lot of people that, you know, you know how people sometimes aren't happy unless everyone else is also not happy? 
Yeah, right. you just got to fight yeah. through those people, and then you find your happiness, and then it becomes infectious to those around you. Hmm. Well, I would have never expected that answer. <laughs> just saying, I mean, you exude uh, confidence, especially when you're on stage, and you have such a commanding presence that I just would have never thought that. Honestly, to really help that is the band. Um to get on stage by yourself and have to perform, like if I have to sing with karaoke because I'm somewhere and I have to do like one song or something, I am so incredibly nervous and so scared and just like, oh, please don't let this go terrible. But when you put me on stage with Rudy and Harry and Todd and Bob, who are not only phenomenal musicians, but incredible people, it's like they're right behind me. I know that they're right behind me. They're literally standing behind me and beside me on stage. And I feel so much more invincible on stage with them there. It's a team. It's a, You have to be a team. Wow. That's like your squad. It is my squad. It totally yeah. is. And they're wives. The <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty incredible. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And as we wrap things up, I just have another question. And sure. that's if you can share a story about your most memorable performance, if anything comes to mind. Oh, wow. There's a couple moments in in singing that have really um, meant a lot. Um, and they've all been different kind of things. Um, singing for the funeral of um, a man that I completely loved that had passed away extremely unexpectedly and his family asked if I would sing um for the funeral and you know overcoming that and and doing that for him and for the family um there were some pretty incredible beautiful spiritual moments in all of that that there were unlike anything that I'd ever been a part of um performing my very first Patsy Cline show on the Squim high school stage um, I cried for probably getting emotional now. I cried for like three hours after the show. I was so excited that I had finally done it and um, that I got to share that music with, I mean, ultimately, Squim is my family. It's where I grew up. It's my home. And, um, and then the day that I got the phone call from Ted Vigil, who is a John Denver tribute artist, and he said, I want you to travel with me. And from driving to Auburn to sing with him to flying all across the United States to sing with him uh, to get the phone call of, we want you, there's other people we can have, but we want you, um, has just solidified all of that hard work and all of the things that you go through as you start to build your career. And... um, I just, I cherish every single one of those moments. And my parents, oh my stars, my momager and dadager, as I call them, every performance that I do, they are there. Are you okay? Plays that I've been in, my mom sat front row center for every single performance. Dad is always, he used to run sound at all of my shows when it was the very, very beginning. Um, They have never missed a chance to support and push and lift up anything that I have needed to do and it's I mean 
it's incredible to have that kind of support. I mean, when you're a kid and you tell your parents, I think I'm going to be able to make some money um, singing. And they're like, hmm, yes, you can if you want to. <laughs> but also, you know, maybe have a day job. <laughs> so they have been um, behind me with whatever I wanted to do. It's incredible. Well, it sounds like you have a really wonderful support system, not only here yeah. in Swim, but with your family and your band. And it's I, I feel like I live the life of Cinderella without the castle or the glass shoe, which that would be cool to get at some point in time. But um, I, I feel very, very blessed on a daily basis, and um, I'm I'm happy. Well, it shows. <laughs> and you make others happy, so win-win. Oh, thank win. you. Thank you. Um, well, thank you. Gosh, this was fabulous. I really appreciate your time. This was just so enlightening. I <laughs> had no idea all, all this um, background about you, and it's uh, really special. So thank you for sharing. Well, thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Oh, no, no. Hear what I say. Thank you for tuning in to The Sound of Squim, where we podcast purple places and pleasant people here on Washington State's Olympic Peninsula. If you have any questions or comments, I hope you will reach out to me at soundofsquim at gmail.com. We heard earlier today from Black Diamond Junction, and you can learn more about them at blackdiamondjunction.com. Lastly, the music that you hear regularly every week is my theme song, and that is performed by Bread and Gravy, and you can tune in to breadandgravymusic.com to hear more about their upcoming uh, musical entertainment venues. Thank you for joining. See you next time.